Or maybe you're the person who has a job that you absolutely love and you're not interested in being an entrepreneur or a quote unquote dream chaser in the capacity we say. Your relationship will be different than somebody who has two people in the relationship that go do a nine to five. It might be a little bit different, right? You make your own schedule. Positive change happens when you express your truth. It's super, super important. Achieving your goals and dreams is already going to be ridiculously difficult. You might as well not do it alone because alone, it's just not going to happen. You got you to gotta get support. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1018, What's Harder, Removing Toxic People or Attracting New People, last week's live Q&A. Today, for episode number nine, oh, sorry, 1019, Expressing and Chasing Your Dreams with Your Partner. So I believe, and this is something that I don't think I understood at the beginning of this journey, Alan, and maybe you did because you had studied entrepreneurs longer and dream chasing longer. But I didn't realize that dream chasing while in a relationship was so much different than anything I had experienced before. I've worked a lot of strange jobs and different jobs with different hours, but it's never been anything like this in terms of expressing my vision and my goals for the future and trying to communicate from my awareness what that will take for us. And it's just been very interesting where you have to do a great job of expressing your truth about your dreams, but you also have to figure out what does your partner want and how do you integrate those together? And specifically, how can you speak to the future that they're trying to create and align that with yours? So I had a client, somebody I was working with, and I remember we were talking and this person said, you know, it's very challenging because every weekend my partner has off from work and they're always saying like, hey, can we go to the beach? Hey, let's go hang out with these people. Let's go hang out by the pool. Let's go shopping. Let's go to this wherever. And he said, I, it's very hard for me to balance all this. And I said, well, what's your truth? Like, what is the truth that you need to express? And he said, honestly, I think I have to express the fact that I can't do this every Saturday. I mean, I have a lot of work to do and that's when I catch up on it. I catch up on my work on Saturdays. And I said, okay, well, what's stopping you from expressing that? He said, I'm just afraid that my partner's not gonna like that or it's gonna be a deal breaker or they're gonna, this person's gonna think I don't wanna spend time with them. And I said, well, this is the interesting thing. I think that if you start a relationship and you're already chasing a specific dream, I think it actually makes it easier if you becoming a dream chaser in the middle of your relationship happens, I think it's a little bit more challenging because you're kind of resetting the relationship. And that was the case in this scenario. So I said, look, I think you have to express this truth and just say, hey, 
a lot has changed since we've been together. Uh, this is what I'm trying to set us up for in the future. I know these are the things that we did value and we value together, but I need to make some shifts in order to be in alignment with the ultimate goal. And this person had that conversation and the partner was somewhat receptive at first, but through, through living through that example and continuing to express his truth, that ended up realigning that relationship. And I think this person now has a much better, more sustainable relationship long-term because now it's at least on the truth. And I had somebody ask me this recently, Alan. Uh, I was on a, a call with a client and this person said, how do you balance it with Taryn? And I said, what do you mean? She said, well, you have these like giant goals and you want to work every single day and maybe Taryn isn't set up that way. Maybe she's not trying to change the world. She's trying to do her thing and work on what she loves and what she's passionate about, what she, what she feels pulled to. And I said, well, you have to understand when I started this journey, I was already on this. Like when, when I started this relationship with Taryn, I was already on this journey. We were already podcasting. It was already the main part of the business. I had left my job. When we got together, we had a very real conversation. And Taryn said, the only thing I ask of you is you promise me you'll never try to make me be an entrepreneur. And I said, consider it done. I said, the only thing I ask of you is please never give me the ultimatum that I have to choose the podcast or you because I would have to choose the podcast. This is my, this is my mission. This is my purpose in life. And we expressed our, I guess, our goals and our dreams in that moment where Taryn said, this is kind of a non-negotiable for me. I said, this is a non-negotiable for me. Cool, let's level set. And then let's work our relationship off of that. Now, I'm grateful we did that in the beginning, but we've had many conversations of, hey, babe, I know a lot of people are like going on vacation and they're doing these different things and we're not doing those yet. Here are the reasons why, because we're reinvesting the money in the business, but I promise in a couple of years, you'll get all of those things and more, right? Trying to express that version of the truth or, you know, hey, I know that we're doing certain things with the money right now and it's in the business or we're investing in other things when I know you and I want a house, but in the next couple of years, I guarantee that will pay off and it'll be well worth it. And just having those conversations, which oftentimes are uncomfortable, and usually for me have been around money because that's been the biggest thing, but if you don't express your truth to your partner, your family, whoever it is really, you're going to set yourself up for a lot of discomfort, a lot of rapport breaks. Because I think sometimes it feels like a surprise of like, wait, I didn't know you wanted that in the future. I didn't know you wanted to live here. I didn't know you wanted to travel this much. So the through line of today's episode is if you have a relationship and you're a dream chaser, your relationship is going to look a little bit different. Your conversations are probably going to be a little bit different, regardless of what side you're on, right? Maybe you're the person who's trying to chart the vision of the future and you're trying to figure out the course and you're saying, this is where we're going to be in 30 years. Or maybe you're the person who has a job that you absolutely love and you're not interested in being an entrepreneur or a quote unquote dream chaser in the capacity we say. Your relationship will be different than somebody who has two people in the relationship that go do a nine to five. It might be a little bit different, right? You make your own schedule. You have to set your own boundaries. So that is our goal to raise your awareness on today. Heart-driven, but no BS, holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. If So there's three scenarios that Emilia and I have found in relationship talks coaching. 
One scenario, the first scenario, is that neither partner really does have clear goals and dreams, and so both are somewhat winging it, and that's the life they want, and that's fine. Second scenario, excuse me, second scenario, burped, is one partner is a dream chaser, <laughs> Kev, funny, uh, one partner is a dream chaser and has very clear goals and dreams that they're optimizing for, aligning with, and working toward and the other partner doesn't, or maybe they're at very different levels. Um, and I'll give you a scenario there. Third scenario is both partners have very clear goals and dreams, and then that third scenario can go one of two ways. You can integrate them and they're compatible goals and dreams, or they're not. And so it gets very challenging at times to, I think, Honestly, this is what I'm convinced of. I think the number one reason why people don't have goals and dreams is low self-belief. And I and I hope I hope that this podcast has helped a lot of people believe in themselves more and set bigger goals and start working towards them and I think that's a really good thing. What I also believe is once you start to get self-belief, you start to set bigger goals, it tends to hurt the relationships that you have in your life. And we've seen that time and time again. Not only your intimate relationship, but your relationship with your family, your friends, and, and, you know, think about like someone like a Serena Williams, when she wants to be the best tennis player she can be, all of a sudden, everyone who's a tennis player is now more likely to have a relationship with her. Everyone who's not um, an athlete or a tennis player, it's going to be harder. And so every single time that I've seen couples, uh, one of them, and I'll give you this scenario. So this person comes uh, into my life and they have very low self-belief. They're struggling and they're very honest and very humble about that. And this person said that they have about a level two self-belief. And this is probably about a year ago. And recently I'm talking to this person and I said, okay, what I've noticed your self-belief increase drastically uh, over the last year. You know, what is it now? And he said, honestly, I'd say probably about a six. And I said, okay, so it went from two to a six in terms of self-belief. And would, I said, would you say that your goals have increased, your dreams have increased? He said, yeah, definitely. Um, and I said, okay, what's your biggest goal? What's the biggest dream that you have for your life? And he said, I've always wanted, and now I actually believe I can do this, whereas before I wanted it but didn't believe it. I've always wanted to leave a legacy for my for my kids and for my grandkids. I wanted to be able to set them up to where they can go to school and that they didn't have to worry about money. And that they would have opportunities that I didn't. I said, okay, awesome. So what does that mean in terms of financial goals? He said, well, definitely multimillionaire. And I said, okay, awesome. Totally doable. Um, that's awesome. And he's like, now I actually believe that I can do that. And I actually kind of know how I'm going to do it too, which is wild for me. Awesome conversation. Now I'm talking to this person's partner and I asked very candidly, I said, okay, what's the biggest goal or dream that you've ever had? And she's a very awesome human being, one of my favorite people. She's very humble and she was vulnerable. And she said, I would say the biggest goal that I have is to buy and own my own home. And I said, okay, awesome. I said, uh, now, what size of a goal do you think that is? And I think she said like a three or something like that. I said, okay, so you're dealing with a three and a six. Now, if we're going to integrate these two goals and dreams it probably feels like on some level that, you know, and I was talking to this person who has the goal to leave money to their kids and grandkids. And I said, probably sometimes it feels like you're not on the same team when it comes to financial goals, true or false. And he was like, yeah, definitely. 
And it's like, okay, on the day-to-day, it probably feels sometimes like this other person's not on your team when it comes to living together and these two people live together. And she's like, yeah, honestly, sometimes I wonder why all of this stuff falls on me. So we have this really candid, awesome conversation. And I think that the, the real point of this episode is you cannot be on the same team if you're not building the same vision, if you're not building towards the same vision. And so... The, the analogy that I use here, you've heard me use it many times in this podcast, is you and your intimate partner are sitting at a kitchen table and you have a thousand puzzle pieces just splayed out across the table. Are you building the same puzzle? What if only one of you has seen the front cover? Or what if you're building two different puzzles with the same pieces? You're going to feel like you're not on a team when in reality, all you have to do is say, oh, here's my vision. Here's what my, here's the cover I saw. Can we make sure that we're building the same puzzle here? And what I can guarantee you, and I've seen this many, many times in relationship talks and the we, the we coaching and the we events that we do, once you get on the same page, the whole is actually greater than the sum of the parts. Now it's like, okay, here's your dream home. And now we can actually build an even bigger dream home now that this other person wants to be a multimillionaire. And now we can be a team towards that vision now that we're going to integrate the visions. But the only way to do that is to really get on the same page and and be vulnerable and communicate with your partner when you don't feel like you're on the same page. And so those are the three scenarios. First one is no visions from either partner. Second scenario, one person has a really big vision and one of them doesn't. Totally okay. Third scenario is both have massive visions, but maybe not the same vision. And in all three of those scenarios, the, the solution is vulnerable communication and courage and trusting that you're better off together than apart once you actually get on the same page, very similar to what Kevin and Taryn did. Hey everyone, I'm Helen Baker from Melbourne, Australia. I'm an entrepreneur and a client of Alan's from Next Level University. I've had many business coaches in the past and I can honestly say that Alan is seriously next level and excuse the pun, but he has this unique ability to help you find a solution to your business problems uh, using his intellect and his business modeling and his genuine heartfelt desire to help you achieve your goals. I can be vulnerable with Alan, I can share anything and feel comfortable in his presence knowing that at the end of our coaching sessions, I feel empowered to do incredible things. So if you're looking for a business coach, I highly recommend Alan because his advice and his ability to coach you will be instrumental in achieving your success. It's a challenge for sure, because you don't always have anything to compare it to. I think that's that's one thing. And I know <clears throat> I've had people tell me before that they're afraid to tell their partners their goals for many different reasons. One, maybe it was a newer relationship and they said, well, I don't want this person to know I want to be a millionaire because I want I don't want them to stick around just for the money or whatever it may be. Or, you know, I don't want this person to know I want to do this because that might scare them away or they don't want to be in the public eye or whatever it may be. And I think at the end of the day, if you don't express it and communicate it, when, if and when it does come up, that's a potential jeffing right and and i think that there's not a lot of 
data or content out there for this because it really is different you know yeah we you and i work from home but like we have weird hours right it's monday we work until seven at least usually 7 30 or 8 every single monday so monday's gone you know five in the morning till eight at night now that i'm getting up on time see wednesday's episode if you missed it um (laughs) and like the the weekends like saturdays you know, I know you work all day. I work probably a half day Saturday. So it is a little bit different. And I think you just have to express that. And if you're fearful, just try to tap into the fact that your partner deserves to know. I think that's important because then you can get your non-negotiables out there. I remember when I was when, so when Taryn and I first started dating back, this was years ago before the podcast was a thing, but that's when I was working at that job. I was traveling a lot for, and that job was my quote unquote dream at the time. I was dream chasing, making a lot of money. That was my goal. And I remember when Tara and I reconnected, she said, I I never would have been able to last with you doing that job. You were gone every single week. It just wouldn't have been sustainable. And that's important. That's good to know because that helps me make the decisions I make today. So one of the things that we're always talking about is vulnerable communication. And this is a very, very important one because as a dream chaser, you're probably going to have to live your life a little bit different depending on what you're, what you're playing for or optimizing for. And if you are with somebody who is a partner, you want to treat them like a partner. Maybe, maybe you're the one charting the course and maybe you're the one with a massive goals. Well, you still have to have the conversations because to Alan's point, I've, I've definitely been guilty of this in the past of working so hard on the business, in the business that sometimes I forget about the stuff that has to happen at home. And then Tara and I have a conversation and some, you know, often, not often, but occasionally I'll have an ego flare and say, well, you know, I worked 80 hours this week. And it's like, that that's doesn't matter. It's still my job and my duty and my responsibility to make sure that just like Taryn supports me in the 50 year goal, I support her in the everyday goals of living as human beings. So yeah, it goes both ways. It goes both ways. And Uh, The important piece that I want to make sure that gets said here today, and I think Alan did a great job of this, but understanding that each part of the relationship is just as important as the other because it, it makes the relationship whole. One person might be charting the course years down the line, but somebody's got to keep life together every single day. And I often lose sight of that. It's like, Hey, we need blank. You know, we need, uh, whatever it is, cat food, cat litter, insert anything. And it's like, oh yeah, never would have thought of that. I never ever would have thought of that. So it's it's yeah. it's wonderful when it comes to that. And then also the other thing too is when you express your goals and your dreams to your partner, I think oftentimes it gives them permission to do the same to you. When you say, hey, I want to have a beautiful house on the side of a mountain somewhere, I think it gives that person the permission, the courage, the confidence to say, yeah, you know what? I've always wanted to have a farm or I've always wanted to have a really nice garden or I never had a pool growing up and I'd always want to do that. Like then you guys can talk about those goals together, those dreams together, and then get back and closer on the same team. So yeah, this is a very important thing that I don't know gets talked about enough. Yeah. And then you can help each other stay accountable, you know, and and now you have a bigger reason to achieve those goals because now, you know, it's not just you who wants those things, you know, and, and, it's really, really important to, I mean, I think of it as pilot, co-pilot. I know we got to go here, but pilot, co-pilot. So Kevin is the pilot of the podcast and I'm the co-pilot. When it comes to the business, I'm the pilot and he's the co-pilot. 
and that's okay. And with Emilia and I, she is the pilot with the plants for sure. Cause I water even the fake ones when she's gone. Just joking. That's like a funny story, but like there's certain things that I'm piloting. I'm piloting fitness. I'm piloting finance. I'm piloting, you know, anything math or business in our business. She's piloting the content and I'm piloting the the logistics, right? So I think of it like pilot co-pilot every Sunday we, we do, you know, she did laundry. I did grocery shopping, right? So just, it's divide and conquer. It's a beautiful thing. And you're not going to be able to effectively divide and conquer if you're not working toward a vision that you've at least agreed upon in advance. And the, the, the slippery slope here is that the vision can change and evolve. Mm. And, and if you, if you get into a partnership or relationship early on and then you evolve, but you don't communicate that you've evolved, it's going to create all this tension and all these challenges, you know, and then the fear of not wanting to upset your partner is actually what's going to make you drift apart in the long run. You know, I think that's the the main thing here. So, so my most important question, I wrote this down, which scenario are you in? Are you scenario one where neither one of you has clear specific goals and dreams, but maybe that you want to talk about that and like stop winging it and really start to dial in scenario two is one person having a massive vision for the future and the other person more day to day. And now you can get on the same page about that. Or are you in scenario three where you have two massive visions with clear goals and dreams that you need to integrate? I know Emilia was scared to tell me her financial goals when we first got into a relationship because they had always either scared partners or, or they had gotten, you know, starry eyed about the, about the dollar signs Mm -hmm. type of thing. And she was afraid that it was going to change the way I view her and change the way I view our relationship. And, and it did, but in a really, really good way. And immediately I started helping her towards those goals. That's the other thing. How can your partner help you towards those goals if they don't know what they are? You know, you know, I told Emilia, I said, sweetheart, I, I am sick and tired of letting myself down in fitness. I saw some old photos of me when I was a fitness competitor, fitness coach, you know, fitness model, and I am not okay with the standard we have set. And I, more importantly, me, I said, don't let me put this on you, but I'm living below my standards and I would really appreciate some more support on that. And she was pumped. I mean, now we play basketball together. We go for hikes together. We were doing a mile, our mile time on the track the other day. We're going to the gym together. So positive change happens when you express your truth. It's super, super important. Achieving your goals and dreams is already going to be ridiculously difficult. You might as well not do it alone because alone, it's just not going to happen. You got to, you got to get support. Well, and Alan and I, that was what I was going to say in ending, Alan. We've done this single, we've done this dating people, and we've done this in very serious, amazing relationships. And I will say, I didn't oh, always... Best. Yeah, it's the best. I didn't always yeah. believe that you could... Maybe, maybe balance isn't the right word. You could have both. You can have oh, a yeah. successful business and a, a successful relationship and a healthy, thriving body. That's exactly what the the entire purpose of next level you is right. So health, wealth, life, and love is what we talk about all the time. All right. Um, so in the last episode, was it Wednesday's episode? Alan was talking about his coaching and I feel like I can probably do a good job of talking about Alan's coaching. So I'm going to talk about Alan's coaching for a little bit. Very, very short. So if you don't know, five years ago, six years ago, I was just some guy who liked having deep conversations and Alan came into my life and we ended up partnering up and just going in all in on the, the hyperconscious podcast. 
And every year since then, our money has doubled. Our listens have almost doubled. They haven't doubled the last couple of years because the numbers have been bigger. But one of the biggest reasons is Alan. And I've had a lot of opportunities to have other mentors. I've had people say like, hey, let's work together. Let's collaborate. And I've always said no, because I know Alan is charting the course. So if you're somebody out there right now who has a business and you want to grow it, I can guarantee that I have not seen anybody nearly as good as Alan. He understands the whole game. He understands you as a human being. And if you want a free call, Alan does free calls with the listeners of NLU, Next Level Business Solutions. It'll change your damn life. Thank you, brother. I appreciate welcome. that. You're very welcome. Appreciate it. Uh, so you want to talk about me also, a little bit, or you want to maybe reciprocate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just, <laughs> well, just If you have a podcast, no, if you want to start, grow, or monetize a podcast, no, I know you're joking. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about book club. So every Saturday we do book club. The really, the real thing I want to share with everyone is if you haven't voted, we do, we have a poll. So every time we do a new book, we're about to finish Carol Dweck's Mindset, and we're going to start our new book soon. These are the five options: High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard, Limitless by Jim Quick. Dare to Lead by Brene Brown, Essentialism by Gregory McKeon, and Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. Brene Brown has two appearances mm. on this poll. If you are if you are not yet in Next Level Nation, join Next Level Nation. At the very top of the page, there's a poll that Amy put in there, Amy D. We have two Amys on the team now, so we got to say Amy D. So Amy D put a poll at the very top. As of right this moment, Dare to Lead by Brene Brown has 44% of the votes. Um, so if you do not want Dare to Lead by Brene Brown, you got to get in there and vote. Um, I voted for Essentialism by Gregory McKeon, but all of the books are truly world-class and I'm super, super excited to see there. I voted for Dare to Lead, I believe. Hell yeah, man. So if anybody else wants to vote for that, you know, let's make that the winner. Also, um, <laughs> in the, in the business of being authentic and transparent and sharing our Jeffings, my audio just jeffed. So for some reason, Audacity is recording none of what I'm saying right now. I don't know why that happened, but yeah, it's, it's going to be fine. Okay. Next level nation tomorrow, please hold for episode number 1020. Can your goals be too big? Mm, I was asked this question on a podcast recently and I went off on the answer. It was a one of the first times I've ever talked about that because Alan and I have a lot of new awareness when it comes to goal setting. And we're going to share that with you on Saturday's episode. Hopefully you have a wonderful Friday. As always, at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuickKid, and Alan is at Alazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.